Let's see if this one works. Aha! Now, I was talking through the wrong microphone. Hey there, I am Jennifer Elaine Boynton, and I'm so glad that you are here for the first episode of the True and Beautiful podcast. This episode is about beginnings, and today I thought I would just tell you a little about it, about me, and about why. I wonder where you are in your life, what stage of life you're in, what challenges you face today, what decisions you have to make, what dreams you still want to run after, what might be holding you back, what you want desperately to hear from your loved one, what things you cannot say. Here's my current space. I turned 50 in March of this year, 2022. In August, my husband Jeremy and I celebrated 27 years of being married to each other. Well, you know how life never stays in one place. It's constantly moving and we're constantly adjusting and trying to work it out. And sometimes it feels like more of a struggle than other times. Turning 50 is a big deal. It's not bad. It's just big. Like, like half of 100. It's shocking when I think of it that way. I remember, it makes me remember that I had better not waste time. The first time I felt that urgency was when my dad died. It was October 16, 2018. Life and death just smacked me in the face and in the gut at the same time. I was in pain and I couldn't get any air. The urgency of life was a shockwave that lasted a while. And the low and deep tremors are still with me. I wonder if that's ever happened to you. I wonder if you've ever felt that way. My bet is you probably have. The call to urgency made me look around and ask questions about what I was and was not doing, about how I was thinking or not thinking about my life. And that hasn't really stopped. And that's the context of the beginnings of this podcast. It wasn't even my idea originally. It was Jeremy's. And my connection with Jacob Simoleon of Audiographies, who is my fantastic producer, he wasn't my connection. That relationship started with Jeremy, too. And the process has been so slow, painfully slow, mostly. Just ask Jeremy or Jacob or my kids or my sister, Joe. Oh, my goodness. The stepping process has been so hard for me. I mean, it took me about eight months to decide on a name for this and the technology. Ask Jacob. I, I know pretty much zero. I'm an entry-level person, and my learning steps are molasses, but they are there. And I've been learning through this process not to think little of the small movements forward. Also, another part of this process, this podcast process, is that I've had to battle fear. And I'm sure that I'll have to keep on fighting that. The fear of failing, just flopping, not being able, not being equipped. The fear that my voice won't count, won't be significant, or won't even be useful. Maybe even that it'll be hurtful. 
the fear of not finishing. Man, but I have help, had help. I have had help along the way. Even in little things like I have this calendar book that I use along with my phone. And it has weekly quotes. And the quote that was in um, the week of July 18 of this year said, Can anything be sadder than work left unfinished? Yes. Work never begun. That's a Christina Rossetti. So I read that and it kind of helped me keep on the small little, you know, steps forward. And just words along the way, uh, words of encouragement and belief and kind of just um, an affirmation that, yeah, you're going the right direction. Keep going, keep going. Even if this process looks so different than somebody else's. I mean, you know, I have a friend who just, you know, I'm going to start a podcast and she just did. And uh, it just, you know, happened so quickly. And so I just, I had to celebrate that about her and also celebrate the fact that that is not the way I go about things. It just takes me a while and that's okay. I hope you're okay with me telling you all this because my aim on this podcast is just to be honest with myself and with you about life, past, present, and future. I have a lot of questions. I'm curious about so many things. People and their stories intrigue me. I'm fascinated by people. Is that strange? I hope not. But if it is, oh well, because that's the truth. And the truth really is that I need people. I need to know that I am not the only one to think and feel and wonder and hurt and doubt and struggle and fear and dream and just really wobble sometimes. I need to know that it's not just me and I am not alone. Do you feel that way? I read a book, I think it was in the spring of this year, called Walking on Water, Reflections on Art and Faith by Madeline Lingle. It was awesome. It was awesome. And the preface, (laughs) I didn't get halfway through the preface before I was crying. The book itself, I think, came out in 1980 was his first publishing. But this preface was published in 2016 by a woman by the name of Sarah Czar, who's an American writer. She grew up in San Francisco. And um, in the course of the preface, she just tells kind of her, you know, her story. And I, I was bawling because I... Well, here's what came out. I'll just read you this poem that I wrote after reading Sarah Zar's preface 
from Madeline Langle's book, Walking on Water. It's called Sharing Stories. I can't help crying. I want to weep. My heart is on the pages. Every word she speaks lays my core out flat, cut wide open. I'm sad because this life is true of her, of me, and how confusing, how stunted and short-hearted. There's no excuse and there's no bypassing the pain. But I cry too because you know me and I am not alone. In my ache to find the way to go about my day until I die of pure pleasure for having finally lived a life inside the beautiful. That's just an example of, you know, somebody who doesn't even know me, but I read her words. I heard her story. She grew up in the 80s, too. She's just a little bit older than me. I think she was born in 1970. I was born in 1972. And she had a similar story about her, you know, church background, her upbringing. And um, I just connected with her. And it was powerful. It was a powerful moment for me. I have a friend, speaking of stories and people's stories and how powerful they are, even if they are, you, you know, different than yours, even if they, you know, experientially don't parallel yours or mine. I have a friend who's 87. And the first thing she told me about herself was that she had fostered 104 children in her lifetime. Oh, my word. I mean, who does that? But the more she told me about her childhood and her experiences, the more I understood why loving children is her life's work. And I'm telling you, the more she told me, the crazier it got. Talking about life work, I have a friend who started a safe house in the Dominican Republic to enable women to get off the street. I mean, how did that happen? How did that happen? I know a woman also who's from Africa. She came to the U.S. when she was 30 or maybe 31 after her mother died. She didn't know English. And she learned English from cartoons. That is so interesting to me. And I want to know more. So on this podcast, I'll be honest as best I can in front of you. And I'll have people over to talk about their amazing and hard and beautiful experiences. And I'll tell you my story. And I'll talk with Jeremy and we'll tell you our story. And I'll do my best to just share life with you. Because I think I'm not the only one who needs company and community and help and a hand. And my goal for this podcast is that through it, we are all inspired to hope and to have courage. I'm, I'm hunting. I'm hunting for truth and beauty because I need it. And if you do too, then awesome. We can walk together. So, I will see you next time 
on this podcast, True and Beautiful. And in the meantime, hunt truth, hunt beauty, have hope, and take courage.